Welcome to Hitched on the Astral, the place where dating and astrology meet. I'm Lucy Porter, and astrology is my love language. I'm here to help you ramp up your love life through translating the secrets buried in your birth chart. Season 2 of Hitched on the Astral, the hotline. This season, I'll be speaking to 10 callers over 10 weeks and exploring the 10 main astrological planets to see how they affect your love, sex, and dating life. Whether my callers are single or in a relationship, they all share one thing in common they have an itch which they want scratching, and they believe that their birth chart can help them unlock the relational secrets that they are so craving. And this is where I come in handy, as their astrological agony aunt, their sexual fairy godmother, whatever. Now I always say no birth time, no booty, because babe, trust me when I say, you've got to know your own birth chart inside out first before you start spying on your crushes. Truly, it starts with you. And just like that, I think my phone is ringing. Hello. Hi, is that Lucy? It is, my darling. Who is this? It's Tiffany. I really need some advice right now. Oh, my God. Okay. Shoot. What is up, Tiffany? I just cannot get past the dating stage. And every single person that I meet is so unattainable or avoidant. Um, I just don't know why I keep going for these type of men. And I really need to do something about it. Right, my darling. Well, let me just get your birth information. So you're the 12th of June, 1982. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. 1.30 a.m.? Mm-hmm, yeah. So a night baby. Okay. So... Tiffany, you have what we like to call a Neptunian chart. So your chart is ruled by the planet of Neptune. And I can see you have a Pisces ascendant. So this is like very, very Neptunian. And it is not a surprise to me that you have this particular complex with dating around attracting perhaps unavoidable or difficult to reach partners. You know, the planet of Neptune, it really connects to illusion and where we place a lot of emphasis on getting lost and romance and being claimed and kind of the non-human parts of love, sex and relationships are where we can fantasize and where we can have idealism, um, but also where we can disappear. You know, Neptune is the planet of like this thin mist that can like ghost and run away or be unreliable. And I can get the sense very strongly in your chart that there could be a tendency to enter into relationships where there's like mutual mixed signals. So not only mixed signals from your partner, but also from you. Yes, completely. Absolutely. If, if they're not giving me mixed signals, I'm giving them. <laughs> so yes, it's definitely a push and pull going on and, and no meeting in the middle, I'm afraid. Yeah. <laughs> Someone, someone's going to serve up some mixed yeah. signals. <laughs> yeah, someone's having it. Yeah. <laughs> It's interesting. Can I ask you about your relationship to vulnerability? I mean, the way that this can go, having Pisces on your ascendant, it can either mean that you give off this very mysterious, sensual demeanor, 
that people are desperate to understand. So you can meet partners that are like, I just want to understand you. Um, but it also, it also can, can show someone who's deeply sensitive and vulnerable, but it's not always easy for people to display that. So how do you feel you are on that spectrum? Um, with, with me, I definitely don't show any vulnerability at all or the sensitive side um, at first. I can portray kind of the sexy, sultry, kind of, you know, strong, uh, independent, very independent person, which I think guys are ultimately attracted to to begin with. Mm. Um, it takes for me to start really trusting someone before I show a vulnerability and, and a sensitive side. And in my past experience, that's when I feared being rejected and kind of, so I close off that little bit more. So it's mass- a massive wall mm. for me, definitely. So, yeah, trying to open open my sort of heart up and be myself completely and not worry about being rejected is a big factor in my, in my dating and love life, really. I'm sure, my darling. And I, I feel like, everybody on earth can relate to what you're saying that on some level everybody's scared of rejection Mm -hmm. Um, perhaps when you were slightly younger or maybe even with your dating now do you feel like there has been some facade from either your partners or from you like has there been a lack of transparency or honesty or perhaps some um like a kind of facade or role play that you feel like you have to be a certain version of yourself to be loved yeah, massively. I think I've attracted a lot of people that have had, you know, have, have approached me being a type of person that I, um, I'm i attracted to. And I think, wow, this person is going to actually meet me in the middle here. I'm not going to have to carry all the weight to myself. They're going to be the man that I need mm-hmm. um, to only fall quite quickly off that pedestal when I realized that they're actually only doing it because they think they have to be that person to attract me. And I am actually a real person too. But I've also done that because I know that I've attracted them being this strong, independent person that can take on whatever. And then to them, I probably fall off the pedestal when I turn around and say, I kind of need you to show up for me. I need you to be there. I need you to turn up on time. And yes, I would like you to actually, you know, book a date and, and and do it yourself like I don't want to be the person that's in charge of everything and then I think they start to fall away then thinking that I would have been that person that would just do it all you know it's, or in control of it all I guess is the word it sounds like there's a real mirror where both of you in the relationship are wanting to be held and neither of you are able to really ask ask yeah. for it that you're it's, a pa- it's a power struggle I always feel I'm in a power struggle um guys that either want me to be that slightly more submissive um than I am Mm. or guys that want me to play the mother role and and look after them you know so it's um yeah exactly yeah (laughs) sexy Um, yeah and it's not it's not what I'm about at all Uh, I just that meet in the middle person you know that person that gets it that I am sensitive and I am strong and I know that they are too. There's there's weaknesses, there's strengths and someone that compliments that with me is all I ever want really, you know? Yeah, totally. And, you know, I think that, 
I mean, looking at your birth chart, I think you can very easily have that kind of relationship. It just requires you to step away from some of your very kind of old perceptions and habits that like quite obviously flavor your love, sex and dating in your chart. Like one aspect that Kourtney Kardashian does have, it's quite a famous aspect, is you have Neptune uh, on the cusp of your 10th house. So you, it's at the highest point of your chart, essentially. And this is why your chart is super Neptunian. Um, and having these like strong Neptunian charts, it means that you can get into relationships or you can unconsciously seek out relationships that are like sensual or that there's a strong sexual spark or a longing or you desire someone based on how they look. There's a kind of fantasy with the relationships that they're not very human. Um, and it doesn't surprise me that when you get into relationships with with guys, they're surprised for some reason at your humanness, at your mm. sensitivity, at your need to be held. Um, because there's this kind of strange, it's almost like a God complex. It's a non-human thing that's happening in these relationships. So when your relationships are, are not very human, it's like sort of reorientating what you are choosing and when I look at your chart, I imagine you with someone who is like so human, like someone who is a local football coach, literally around the corner, or I did say this before, a postman. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> apparently postmen aren't sexy anymore. I don't know if I'm stuck in some 60s thing, um, but it's somebody who's in your local environment that is real. That is real. And before you even strike up some sexual interest in them or some romantic interest in them, you just, you know that they're real. Mm. So it's really important for someone with a strong Neptunian chart, such as yourself, to try really not to meet people online, on apps, on social media, because there's so much natural facade with stuff like this anyway, that if you have a real desire to be met and to be seen in all that you are, it's almost like meeting someone when you're popping around the corner to Tesco's and you're in your pajamas and you're just like, I'm going to be seen and received as I am today. Maybe I'm not, I'm not in my, I'm not in my facade. So you're meeting people when you're not in yours and that magnetizes the kind of lover that I think is really right for you. But obviously this comes with a lot of like self-work because it's not easy to let your guard down on a day-to-day basis, but that is where you're wanting to invite someone in. No. Okay, so I'll get some new pajamas and head to Tesco. <laughs> Off you pop. <laughs> Beat the future husband in the days. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I do need to show my real self, though. I do think that um, the front isn't doing me any favors at all when it comes to being guarded, you know? So I would love. I would absolutely love, and not many people would know this about me, I would absolutely love to meet someone in my pyjamas, just open the door to them. My hair is literally bad hair, you know, looking the way that I really am. And someone says, you're beautiful, and, and that's it. You know, that is the person I want. I don't want to put a show on for anyone, and I don't want anyone to put a show on for me. But I can admit to myself that, a lot of people wouldn't know that about me. So if they don't know that about me, I'm clearly not giving out that vibe. And someone probably feels that they have to put that show on that maybe I've been putting on too. So it does make sense. Yeah, completely. Exactly. If if they can't see it in you, how can they love it in you? Yes. You, know, yeah. you need to give people the option to, to love that part of you. And 
I think that the the practice of doing that, and you can do this in your day-to-day life with how you go out and how you strike up conversations and you don't need to be ready to meet the one. You don't need to be perfectly ready or, you know, dressed right or whatever, right, to go on a yeah. date. You can just be as you are in that moment. Yeah. And I think that's a really fun practice for you that the moment you start to do that, you're almost telling the universe, do you know what? Anytime, any place, anywhere, I'm worthy of love exactly as I am. Completely and I think that's that. a really a strong message, a strong homework for you. Yeah, I feel <laughs> like I should get a t-shirt with that on. I love that. That's definitely, yeah, definitely one I need. Yeah, I agree. Perfect. Well, okay, my darling. Thank you so much for calling up. And I wish you luck in the world. Yeah, thank you so much. I'll take everything on board. I'm looking forward to it. I'm going to get my PJs ready now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, off you pop. Thank you. Bye. Bye, Bye. So great talking with Tiffany. Neptune's an interesting planet because it represents your soul, your spirit, the part of you that's egoless, your inner devotion, like to a supreme consciousness, but it can also have tons of shadow sides, you know, it can represent gaslighting, illusion, passivity, a kind of vacancy and a confusion. Neptune has long been connected to soul connections twin flame stuff like met at a shamanic ceremony peyote vision of their initials in the sky writing a love letter to the moon a sex ritual gridding the bed with crystals painting your lover in your period blood this is very neptunian a neptunian relationship to relationships your neptune placement is important because it shows your soul And it shows you, I think more importantly, where you can very easily get lost in relationship, give your power away, um, be a bit naive or confused. But also it's the part of you that is deeply spiritual and assumes the best in people, assumes the good in people and sees people as souls rather than humans, you know, so it can look past image, look past typical type and look much more to like the soul of a person and how they make you feel. So I think it's interesting to look at your Neptune placement and you know now we're in transpersonal planets, Neptune moves so slowly so the sign that your Neptune is in is not really very relevant when it comes to dating and relationships but just seeing where it sits in your chart it can show you, "Mm, okay, so my Neptune's here, it's in this sign, it's in this area, so I have the potential in this part of my life to maybe be a little bit naive or a little bit confused or to be um, very, very romantic or very deep or very spiritual. So it's a planet that gives you deep insight about the depths of your spiritual soul. What a busy day at my love desk. Thank you so much for listening, my darlings. And remember, no birth time, no booty.
Sehr.